Anyways. Weird. Are you ready? Weird. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin and this is... Andy. And today is going to be an exciting episode because what do you want on a hot day, Andy? What kind of a drink? Probably like a like a cold Bud Light. How's that sound? <laughs> We're doing the opposite of that. A what? hot drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the reason we're doing a hot drink yeah. uh, is we were going to do a pie episode today. We've been talking about a pie episode, and it builds up to doing a pie episode, and we didn't want to do a pie episode without doing grape pie. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we weren't able to acquire a grape pie. And We're going to blame we're gonna blame it on my car. Okay? <laughs> yeah, Andy's car had a little bit of a problem. I had a flat tire, and I didn't think it was a good idea to yeah. drive. To Naples to yeah. get a grape pie. Naples and, or even Skinny Atlas. Well, if... Uh, if you're not buying pies from Naples, because they just churn out pies and then uh, freeze them, everywhere else does great pie in the fall. And so we are going to move the pie episode to the fall when we can mm. actually get a great pie. Yeah. But we decided to do pie cocktails. Yes. <laughs> Which are also still warm. Yeah. So there was a bunch of pie cocktails and... That were cold. Yeah, that were cold. There were cold and options. And I was like, Andy, I want to do the hot ones. <laughs> and let's actually sip it before it gets too, as it cools. Yes. And then we'll talk about it. I'm going to have the cherry this on top. This smells great. Are you eating the cherry on top? Mm. That good, bud? Oh, it's like drinking liquid pie filling. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Ooh. It's kind of boozy, though. Yeah. Right? Like, that hits you. And I think it's the, um, I think it's the fact that it's warm that, like, really just, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> rears it up. It's unapologetic. <laughs> <laughs> so... What we're drinking this first cocktail is a cherry pie cocktail. It's a hot cherry pie cocktail. So when we were looking for pie cocktails, there were cold ones, but a lot of them just, to me, seemed like berry cocktails. You know, there's just like the juice and then some vodka or something like that. And all the the warm ones, the ingredients that they used seemed more pie to me. And I really wanted to go, if we're going to do a pie cocktail episode, I really want it to be pie. You didn't want to do like pie-like, you wanted to do like... Full pie. pie ingredients. Yeah, I wanted a pie in the glass. <clears throat> so yeah. this first one is you take cherry juice. So I got some 100% tart cherry juice. And you war- tart. <laughs> you warm it up on the stove. Mm-hmm. And then you add it with some vanilla vodka, amaretto, and then you put some whipped cream on top and you crumble some pie crust, but we just used graham cracker crumbs. So for some reason, when I'm, when I'm going in to take a sip, I don't, I'm not inhaling from my mouth. As I'm going in, because I think that's causing me to cough. Just because of like the alcohol content and the fact that it's warm. I can breathe in through my nose, but not through my mouth as I'm going in to take a sip. Really? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I love cherry pie. So when I saw this one, I was like, mm, I want that. Can I make a confession about cherries? Yeah. It doesn't seem to happen with maraschino cherries, but if I'm eating a fresh cherry, uh, my throat starts to itch. Oh, no. <laughs> Did I tell you that? No. But uh, eh, I haven't gotten anything yet. Hmm. So we're good. Do you like it? I really like it. Mm-hmm. This is delicious. So I had to buy vanilla vodka, and someone really twisted your arm about it. <laughs> I got the I got the gallon version. <laughs> yeah. So I've been looking through my cocktails book recently. Yeah. And citrus vodka comes up a lot, and so I was like, ah, uh, I want maybe next time I'm there, I'll just look to see if there's like a cheap bottle of citrus vodka. Mm-hmm. And of course, they only had like this huge jug, and I was like, I'm not buying a jug of citrus vodka. So I looked online. Like, could I just add some citrus to vodka and, like, use it as a substitute? Yeah. But anytime I looked it up, it was telling me how to make citrus vodka at home, which takes, like, three days. 
you know, it's like sit, have it sit for 48 hours and all this stuff. With like oranges? No, or I think with it's... actually oranges? Or? It would be like lemon or mm. depending on what kind of citrus flavor you want. So not orange? I guess it could be orange. <laughs> I just, I think of if, if they want orange, I would think it would be orange. But then citrus to me is either lemon just or lime. It's kind of like a, a medley of, of yeah. citrus. Yeah. I think it is both actually, lemon and lime. They kind of make a lemon-lime mm. vodka. Like a limoncello, isn't that a thing? Yeah. We've had it here on the podcast. We did a limoncello? Did we? No. I think so. I'm just thinking about my <laughs> liquor cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so then when I went to get this vanilla vodka, it was the same deal. Mm-hmm. It was a huge... The only size they have is a huge jug. And I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> so, so now that you have vanilla vodka, you can do a creamsicle. Oh, yeah, because I do have orange liqueur. I was just going to say orange juice, right? Oh, yeah, orange juice. Yeah. Vanilla vodka. You don't have to just, like, keep doing... I just <laughs> what else would you put in the cup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even this cherry is boozy. Yeah. And you can get boozy whipped cream. So what's it smell like to you? I mean, the amaretto presence is it's strong. very apparent. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there's an ounce of amaretto mm-hmm. and an ounce and a half of the vanilla vodka, which I don't taste too much vanilla. Yeah, I think it, I think the vanilla just, I would think just kind of like bridges the gap between mm-hmm. the amaretto and yeah. the cherry. The amaretto is a very pie smell to me, though. The amaretto does? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why. Amaretto is what, hazelnut? Maybe. Let's look up amaretto. So amaretto is a sweet Italian liqueur that originated in Sarono, Italy. While originally flavored from bitter almonds, various modern commercial brands are prepared from a base of apricot stones, peach stones, or almonds, all of which are natural sources of benzaldehyde that provides the principal almond-like flavor. Wait. And so so this is made from peach pits? Possibly. It just says commercial. Po- what do you mean possibly? Well, it just says commercial brand, saying some. I could look up this brand of Amaretto and see is, what they're made out of. Doesn't it just say Amaretto? On- well, let me just grab my bottle. <laughs> so this is Diamore. The nutty flavor of bitter almonds blended with the delicate essence of apricots for an earthy, robust finish. So it's the flavor of bitter almonds. So apparently that... Um, but but grape, like wine has like, they kind of the flavor flavors, of yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. but it's always just grapes. So taste Italy in this classic flavor of bitter almonds and tender apricots combined with fresh fruit juices to create a unique Italian cocktail or simply enjoy with biscotti and coffee at the end of a leisurely meal. I can't imagine drinking amaretto straight, but... I couldn't imagine drinking amaretto at the end of a rushed meal. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, the Ben's, Ald- the Ben's Haldeside, Ben... Yeah, you got it. Zaldehyde. <laughs> the benzaldehyde? Yeah, yeah. That's what makes the flavor of the almond. So apparently that's also in the peach pits and the apricot huh. stones. So they're like, they extract it somehow? Yeah, so you can use that and get that same flavor, apparently. Weird. But everyone associates that with almond. Almonds. So that's why when it says, get the almond flavor, you don't really know. They might have used peach pits or something. It could be anything. Yeah. Look at this amaretto top. It's kind of weird. It is. I, it's like a giant boxy top. Mm-hmm. Like if it was on too tight, you could easily take it off with a wrench. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why they did it. <laughs> I need a, oh yeah. man, I need a, a, a flathead and a, and a crescent wrench. It looks like I accidentally put the wrong lid on. Yeah. <laughs> to the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So. I liked this. This was. Oh yeah. Andy's done. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a cherry pie guy. I'm a cherry pie guy. Yeah. Yeah. This tasted pretty similar to like cherry pie filling. Yes. If it were less boozy mm-hmm. tasting, or maybe if we had it cold, maybe it would just taste less boozy. Yeah. Um, I think that would work to its advantage. 
you yeah, know? You can definitely taste the booze, especially yeah. the amaretto. It's just like hot and, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to like think of something else that I could liken it to on like a hot day. Like gasoline. Gasoline in the wintertime, it's not like, you know, it doesn't have like that overpowering sort of thing. But Really? Some... You don't smell gasoline as much in the winter? No. I mean, if there's like any liquid and it's wintertime, the liquid's not going to like be as volatile, right? That's, that's just a fact. It's science? Yeah, that's science. Smells don't travel in the cold air? No, I mean, I'm not saying they don't travel. They just don't travel as fast. Hmm, interesting. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is good. <laughs> I think um, maybe even a little bit more graham cracker crumble. Say that again? Even a little bit more graham cracker crumble. Is this hitting you? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, very good. But yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> Yeah, and, and um, I'm not going to give too many spoilers away, but I think the next one's going to have some graham cracker crumble, too, so maybe we'll just add a little more. Yeah, and a lot of the cold ones didn't have crumble or pie crust. Yeah, what the hell gives? Yeah, and I know Andy didn't want to do, Andy was fearing the hot apartment, and I was like, Andy, we got to do these hot cocktails. <laughs> it's it's actually not as hot today yeah. as it has been. I and, came and, home and, from... And, you know, I get, a lot of, I get a lot of crap from our listeners. I'm not going to say names, Travis, but... <laughs> It does get pretty hot in here, and I'm not going to be apologetic about stating how hot it is, because I think it's good to know, like, I mean, I'm I'm such a temperature guy in terms of food, right? So don't at me anymore. So are you a hot coffee in <laughs> Travis, the summer Travis, I will guy? block you. <laughs> are you a hot coffee in summer guy? Because I still drink hot coffee in the morning. In yeah, I, I do, although I will drink a lot of more iced coffee in mm-hmm. the summertime. Yeah, I drink iced coffee and cold brew and stuff, but I still... I won't yeah, turn have, down hot coffee. Have you cold brewed for a while? or recently? I haven't recently, no. Yeah, it's a prime cold brew time. So there was one recipe that sounded delicious. It was an apple crumb pie. Cold, cold brew? But it used cold brew it? coffee oh. and a bunch of other things. It sounded delicious, but there was no apple in it. Mm. It was called apple crumb. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Did it have <laughs> applealdehyde in it? And... <laughs> applealdehyde, yeah. Ah, uh, yes, the, the applealdehyde. Yeah, you can grind. That's actually very poisonous. Maple leaves. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kaylin would know. Like, she's probably just like got her mortar and pestle. She's yeah. like, Yes. Now smell this, and you're like, smells just like Granny Smith apples. And she's like, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sometimes I think if you put cinnamon in something, yeah, it reminds people of apple pie. Mm-hmm. And I think it had cinnamon in it. It seems weird. Did they have like a very specific type of coffee, like a specific type of cold brew? It was just like a cold brew, and it had like milk, cinnamon. I forget what else I had in it. Like. Just kind of sounds like horchata at that point. It sounded really good, but there was no apple in it, and I was like, "This is false." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I do like my cherry pie. I don't think it's a family favorite necessarily, but I I love cherry pie. Mm-hmm. It can really taste like sort of like a jelly donut, though. It's I think true. if you if you just add a ton of gelatin to it or or some other sort of uh, thickener yeah. and over like over sweeten it, it just kind of gets to be too much. I do like to taste the cherry in it. You know? Yeah, and I think if you buy a lot of uh, cheap. Cherry pies, like gas station pies or $5 yeah. pies, yep. it's that fake cherry yeah. donut filling. Yeah, if you buy like, and if you buy bottom of the barrel cherry filling, like from the store, like mm-hmm. you're kind of going to get what you pay for. So. I kind of like that though, sometimes. Yeah, I kind of do too. Yeah. A, little bit. A little bit. But I think if someone's like going through the, the time to make their own pie crust and like just do a really nice job with it all, I think having an authentic cherry flavor and something that's just not over processed. It's elite, dude. Mm-hmm. It's elite. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So would you make this again? Uh, let's try the next one and I'll tell you if I'd make it again. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think, I mean, you know, I, I, I guess I would say if there, was, um, if there was a cold option for that, I think it would make the 
kind of just ethanol smell and, and kind of mm-hmm. feel a little less. But let's kind of, see, I'd be interested to see if the kind of like the alcohol flavor just kind of like jumps right out with the next yeah. one because it's also going to be a warm drink. So here's a question. What pies are good hot that are also good cold? All pies. Really? 100% all pies. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking when we made this drink. I'm like, even if it got cold, I, still be I, I think it would still be pretty good. Do you have a pie that you love hot but you don't like cold? I'm trying to think. Sometimes I prefer pies cold. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lemon meringue? <laughs> Just kidding. But even... yeah, Even I, like a cherry pie I think I would eat cold. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't want a cheesecake hot. <laughs> Right. <laughs> You're like, was this in a car? Was this? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think um, when I when I think of like a cold pie, I think of eating it in the morning after the day a holiday. After. Yeah. 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 Really? <laughs> and it's like one of those days where you can just like absolutely get away with eating just dessert for breakfast you just like wake up you're like oh and you're like well guess i'm eating a quarter of an apple pie (laughs) so when when a pie is cold it's not as runny right so like the cherry pies especially that filling is kind of thicker Mm -hmm. more gummier i guess yep it goes a lot quicker at that point it's good more efficient shoveling (laughs) (laughs) well let's take a break take a break and we'll get the next one which i'm pretty excited about i'm very excited about it and we'll see (laughs) <laughs> we'll see it in a, a little bit probably about 15 seconds okay actually can i can i make real quick while we're still on the cherry subject yeah so the maraschino cherries they're dyed right like come on like there's no surprises they're dyed yeah. they're and dyed these are like tipsy this. cherries so they're soaked in whiskey yes and so i used to think for some reason because i mean the stems just look fake right mm-hmm. i used to think that the stems were fake you used to think that yeah they do feel plastic yeah they feel very plasticky and they're like an obvious artificial color, right? Anyway, that's all. Yeah, so if you're getting cherries in a can to top on something... To top. They're very red. But if you buy cherries, they are closer to like a purple. A yes. dark. They're like a dark I wonder if they bleach purple. them or yeah. if a maraschino cherry is lighter. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of like... Because, I mean, like, you know, if you dye your hair or whatever. If you if you dyed your hair red, it would have a reddish tone to it. It would be a dark red because your hair is already brown. Should I mean, I do the, that? The mar- no, no. I mean, yeah, whatever you can. Free world. <laughs> but the maraschino cherries are like very obviously like same color, very uniform red. So yeah, I do wonder if they if they're all a lighter color and then they dyed them darker red. So here's a weird thing hmm. when you're talking about dying. Uh, lot- <laughs> <laughs> Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> Sorry. There's a lot of things, at least in America, that we've been dying for so long. That we've forgotten like what? that they're dyed. Like so my, like sugar and like flour. Like my grays? Sugar and flour are... Sugar's dyed? Are you, talking, are you thinking about bleached? Yeah. I think it's refined, but I'm not sure if... Flour definitely is. Yes, 100% flour is bleached. Yeah. Which is crazy, if you think about but it. But why, though? Because we don't want our flour brown? Because flour is originally like a tan color, correct? Yeah, like, like whole wheat flour. But why right? do we want it white? I don't even know. I'm not going to bullshit the answer for you. <laughs> Guys, I don't have an answer Should for I look you. it up? Yeah, look it up. What do you find? So it says, The bleaching process produces many changes in the taste, texture, and appearance of flour. Weird. The chemicals used to speed up the aging process in bleached flour cause it to have a whiter color, finer grain, and softer texture. Bleached flour is treated with chemical agents to speed up the aging process. So it just ages it quicker. Yeah. So we also bleach eggs. That's another thing we do. That's weird. Because we don't like the... Different colored eggs. Yeah. Because if you ever get fresh eggs from a farm, they're always like weird colors. Not always, but yeah, okay. But they're so much better. Fresh farm eggs. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't know. 
What do you mean I wouldn't know? <laughs> I used to have chickens. What's the difference? I don't know. I guess I forget when what this... What is the difference I forget, between my chicken's eggs I guess I forget and fresh farm when eggs? when your allergy started. I guess I remember it was episode it's into- four. It's an intolerance. <laughs> That's not when it started, dude. Such <laughs> bullshit. No, so... You didn't have chickens, I remember. Because yeah. did you have raccoons killing them? Yeah. Raccoons? Raccoons. Yeah, we had raccoons killing them. Yeah. It was terrible. Well... Yeah, so we're going to take a break. Take a break. Um, You know, just kind of... Get into another pie. A liquid form pie. We'll get into another pie and just kind of take a break. You know, just kind of close your eyes maybe for a bit. Take a big, long breath. We can even do... uh, I can kind of do like guided breaths if you want in the meantime. You want to do that? Sure. Okay. Take a deep breath in. One, two, three, four... And exhale slowly. Two, three, four. Keep doing that and we'll be back. And we're we're back back with a coconut cream cocktail. (laughs) Coconut cream pie Pie cocktail. cocktail. Yeah, and it, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it smells good. Toasted coconut. So let's take a sip of it, and then we'll get into. Oh my in gosh! It. Oh, it yeah, it really great. smells good. Aren't you glad I got spoons? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna add more in. Ah, Graham don't, cracker. Don't drop your spoon in there. It's a tall cup. Wow. Mm. Hey, it's a treat. So I got all my whipped cream out of the way, and then now I'm doing toasted more coconut. toasted coconut. Okay, so I must say though. This is boozy again. It's very boozy. Mm-hmm. Is it because of the warmth? Mm-hmm. What is it about warmth that makes the booziness apparent? I bet the alcohol has a higher evaporative or a lower evaporative temperature than the other ingredients. Hmm. That is true. Because when you're making a, so I've made a bourbon barbecue glaze before, mm-hmm. and you kind of put it on the stovetop with some water and some other things, <clears> and it kind of burns off the last. Yep. And that was my problem was <laughs> mine became too boozy because I think I burned off too many of the too much of the water and other things. Oh, but it didn't burn off enough of the actual bourbon? Weird. That seems like it would be different than I would guess. Really? Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. You're wrong. I'm wrong? <laughs> yes. It's the other way around? Yes. So we're gonna use Celsius because I found a source and they're just using Celsius and our international listeners will appreciate it, except for the Brits and the Americans. Um, so the evaporative temperature of ethanol, which is you know drinkable alcohol, is 78 degrees Celsius. But when you get to 100 degrees Celsius, that's the boiling point of water. Hmm. Then I'm wondering why it would be boozy with warmth. Does it have to do with the molecules, <laughs> alcohol molecules? Um, when So you made the sauce, right? A mm-hmm. bourbon barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. And then you had it when it cooled down or you tasted it when it was hot? When, after it cooled down. Did it simmer? Was it heating up and like kind of boiling? Simmering, yeah, yeah, with some other things. I think a lot of the, I thought a lot of the water boiled off or evaporated off. Maybe the things that you liken to booziness and bourbon concentrated, but the actual alcohol boiled right off. Hmm. Did it seem boozy because you got drunk on it? <laughs> no, I didn't get drunk on barbecue sauce. That's good. That would require you to go to some sort of... Um, shots, shots. <laughs> like, that would require you to go to like some sort of um, group counseling. Yeah. <laughs> they give you like a shot and a, a napkin. Yeah. They're like, uh, so why are you here? You're like, well, I've got a barbecue problem. Actually, I've mixed alcohol with food and I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's so, like the Soylent of booze. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about what we're drinking. Mm-hmm. This is a coconut cream pie cocktail. It has got cream of coconut. Yeah. It has coconut rum. It has vanilla vodka again. And it has half and a half. And then it has some hot water in it. Probably just to mellow it out a little bit. Otherwise, it might be a little bit too coconutty. Yeah. And then it's got some whipped cream on top. We toasted up some coconut in a fry pan. Mm-hmm. So we... Sprinkled some toasted coconut on top, and then some more graham cracker crumbs. And we've been just kind of tossing toasted coconut in as we're drinking it. And graham cracker crumbs. Mm-hmm. I think this is another instance where I think it would be as delicious or maybe even more delicious cold. Yeah, I think you could do both of these either way. I think you could do this one frozen. Ooh. Ooh. Like instead of adding two ounces of hot water, add it ice. Yeah. And then blend it. This is similar to a pina colada. Yeah, it is. It's creamier. Mm-hmm. But it's more coconutty than a pina colada is. It doesn't have that like pineapple side to it. Right. It's like definitely like a concentrated. Yeah. It is literally coconut cream. Yeah. Right? It's basically cream of coconut. Yeah. <laughs> it's got cream of coconut and half and half. Mm-hmm. A little bit of the vanilla flavor. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, that's the only other thing you're tasting is the vanilla. But man, that toasted coconut is fantastic. Yeah. Kind of makes me want to make that more often. Toasted coconut? So it's simple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just put it on anything. Cereal? Cereal? Easily cereal. Steak? Uh, <laughs> back to Brussels sprouts. You could definitely do Brussels sprouts with that. I think you actually could. Mm. You ever had Swiss chard? So back when I had a CSA share, I would always get like way too much Swiss chard. And then I would Google, what do I do with Swiss chard? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the same damn predicament. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Swiss chard is like very popular with CSAs. Yeah. Weird. Probably because no one else is buying it. And they're like, let's put it in the CSA share. Yeah, but they're like making it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. isn't the whole point of a CSA to like make stuff that the people that are paying you to make stuff make? Like if everyone stopped making Swiss shard, would anyone miss it? Would they miss shard? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think they would. No. Is it super healthy? I don't even see Swiss shard at Wegmans, at least. I don't think I've seen it at Wegmans. That's why when we started getting like boatloads of Swiss shard, what do I do with this? Okay. Hold up. Maybe we should do an episode on Swiss chard. Maybe maybe we should just talk about it in this little mini fragment. Okay. <laughs> and not deal with it. <laughs> um, so the earthy tasting Swiss chard, which it, it tastes earthy. It's very earthy. Yeah. It's like very earthy and very like when you're eating it, you're like, yeah, this better have a lot of vitamins. In it. Yeah, you're eating it and you're like, did you rinse this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so, but they said Swiss chard is a nutritional powerhouse, an excellent source of vitamins K, A, and C. It's also a good source of magnesium, potassium, iron, and dietary fiber. That sounds fantastic. Hold on. Can you eat Swiss chard every day? No, you can't. No? Swiss chard, spinach, and green beans are high in oxalic acid, the compound that gives hearty greens their signature earthy, slightly bitter taste. Consume too much, and you might be in for some unpleasant symptoms such as kidney stones, abdominal pain, low blood pressure, tremors, convulsions, vomiting, and a weak pulse. Oh, wow. So it's good for you up until a certain point, and then it kills you. Yeah. However. Like drugs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But it says, so some research shows it would take about 25 grams of oxalic acid to cause death in a 145-pound person which would equate to about 7.3 pounds of spinach. Vegetarians best beware, though. I mean, honestly. So if someone starts feeding you lots of Swiss chard, they're trying, trying to, to kill, kill you. you. Yeah. 
I will be bringing this up with my spouse. <laughs> she like, she just keeps putting this huge bowl of Swiss chard like, in front of you every like, night. Either you or the CSA are trying to kill me. <laughs> Seconds, Andy. Thirds. <laughs> yeah. No. Six feet. <laughs> Is the death thing okay? <sighs> mm. What are your thoughts on hot cocktails versus cold cocktails? Interesting question, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have their place. I think with these. We both said they could be either or. Obviously, like, if you're talking about a hot toddy, a cold toddy doesn't sound Mm-mm. very good. It just doesn't roll um, off the tongue or it doesn't sound tasty. Yeah. You didn't answer the question. <laughs> I like hot cocktails. I've had a lot of hot chocolatey, boozy drinks that are really good. Mm-hmm. I think I can only drink hot cocktails in maybe the evening. Yeah. I think it seems like a nighttime drink. I think that's appropriate. And I, I think- could probably have a boozy hot chocolate, like... Not for breakfast, but like, yeah. you know, afternoon, mm-hmm. early afternoon. I think maybe because... Maybe not on a Monday, is, though. <laughs> no, not on Monday. That's bitter drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the nighttime is a little bit cooler anyway, so maybe it has to do with temperature. But yeah, I, I like hot drinks. I think they have a different, not necessarily a flavor, but they have a very different mouthfeel and... Okay. Yeah. I don't know. They just have a different feel about them. I like, would, I think if you try... If we try these hot and cold, I think there would be very different flavor i would probably prefer cold for both of them really yeah because i wonder if the cold the alcohol would come out less i think it would i think for the cherry drink i'm willing to bet that if we had it as is with that recipe cold i think the tartness would be overwhelming yeah so i think we'd probably have to dial back a little bit on the tart cherry in that in that regard Mm -hmm. i think this would be well balanced cold interesting and not I don't even think you have to add, I don't think it has to be blended with ice necessarily, but I think if it was really cold, man, this would be good. Yeah. So a coconut cream pie is already Yeah, it's already cold. cold. Yeah. So. How many warm things do you have with coconut? Coconut shrimp. It's usually warm. No, I, so if you're toasting I coconut. I get it. I get it. If you, did you are. The, you did the. Um, the class in Hawaii. The cooking class. <laughs> so toasted coconut is outstanding. Yeah. And I think it's better than regular coconut. And I don't know what about the toasting brings out flavors but it's fantastic and i think if you are coating something in coconut and toasting it it would be warm obviously mm-hmm. and yeah. i think that's the only warm thing i can think of coconut because otherwise a lot of coconut drinks are frozen or cold yeah like they pina are colada yeah and things like that and and th- i mean this this drink did right by doing coconut rum mm-hmm. right i mean like yeah. that was that was the, obviously the right move but i think this like you said this could have been frozen though i wish i wish we had enough time in the day to do these frozen Mm, that's so good. So here's a weird question. I've thought about this and talked about this with a lot of people. We're talking about temperature of foods. What does temperature do to flavor? What do you mean? So like a dinner, we don't want it to get cold. And then like you heat up your leftovers. There are certain things we don't want cold. Here are my thoughts. One, consistency, right? Mm-hmm. Some foods are just meant to be eaten at a certain temperature to maintain a certain consistency. Like mashed potatoes, right? Mashed potatoes are going to get kind of thicker as they get colder and i don't know i like a nice warm mashed potatoes but isn't that weird yeah okay well, like, but if you stop and start thinking about because it doesn't really affect flavor i don't think i think it does you think it does mm-hmm. again i think i mean smell has a lot to do with taste mm-hmm. and then so you're getting a lot of maybe more smells are muted as it cools down um i think another thing is dryness Things just dry out when they sit. As things get colder, they do dry out. But you add moisture by heating it up? Initially. I think as you continually heat things up, I think it's going to get even more But dry. like leftovers, next day, microwave. Yeah, yeah, I guess that kind of debunks that one. Can we look this up? Sure. 
I would like to know because I've had this conversation with several people. Okay, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Buckle up. Buckled. Okay, so a new study revealed, and this is from December 2005. So I'm sure the food, I'm sure food science and taste science has come a long way since then. But they were able to isolate a microscopic channel called TRPM5 as being responsible for different taste perception at different temperatures. The reaction of TP, TRPM5 in our taste buds is much more intense when the temperature of food or fluid is increased, sending a stronger electrical signal to the brain and resulting in an enhanced taste. So like ice cream, and they kind of give this as an example, the ice cream that you're tasting isn't frozen ice cream at that point. By the time you're able to like taste it, it's already melted. It's already in your mouth and it's starting to melt, right? If you had ice cream that was like negative 50 Fahrenheit or something like that, like super, super, super frozen, and you even had a little bit and you tried to pass it through, like you wouldn't really taste a lot because it would still stay relatively frozen even as it passed through your taste buds. So different flavors come out at different temperatures? Well, and I think this is just stating that the mere fact is that temperature is enhanced as the temperature goes up to a hmm. certain point. Interesting. Wasn't TRPM5 in Terminator? <laughs> yeah. That's the one that um, grabbed that lady by the neck, unfortunately. Mm. No, that's the good one, actually. I can't say that I've got a really good memory of Terminator. <laughs> that's too many. Do you have a good memory of Terminator? One and two. I don't really remember them. I, okay. I, I know that like Terminator 2 is like when the... No, I have nothing. Nothing. Terminator 1. Yeah. Here's our Terminator podcast. Oh, dude, we should have we should have a barn uh, movie night with Terminator. Yeah, we should. Would you? Yeah. Would you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Would you? I would. You would? I would. You come over? I'd come over for this. <laughs> Terminator 1. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a bad guy. Sent back in time to yeah. kill John Connor. Okay. Fails. Terminator 2. Who's John Connor? John Connor is the son of, uh-huh. I don't remember her name, Sarah Connor. Why? Because eventually he's the one that leads the uprising to kill Skynet, the machines. So the machine sends someone back in time to kill John Connor. And then and then Arnold Schwarzenegger is that one. guy. So in, jo- like, in Terminator now 2, I love things. In Terminator like 2, I think John Connor reprograms him yes. and sends him back in time to protect him. Let's have a movie night, dude. Yeah. Are you up for that? Yeah. You want to come over? <laughs> um join up for our Patreon. We're going to have like a little like mini episode um just kind of our commentary with Terminator. Oh, Terminator snacks. <laughs> Wow. Um, what would you eat for that? Metal? Yeah. You, there would like be a beer can, and instead of drinking the beer, you would just start, you would pour out the beer, and then just start eating the aluminum can. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Terminator movie? No. I mm-hmm. don't remember them at all. Terminator 2 is great. That's the best one. We could eat Chipotle, and like, so it's got the aluminum wrapping on there, oh, yeah. and then just eat the whole thing. Eat it with the <laughs> wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> mm, tastes like cyborgs. Mmm. Skynet. Tastes like cancer because it's aluminum. <laughs> yeah, I'd be up for that. Let's do that. So, which drink was your favorite? It's a tough question, I think. So, honestly, I would say this is kind of a bummer. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I would say they were both disappointing because, I know, you're shocked. I would say they're both disappointing because I feel their potential as being cold drinks. Are you Are you offended? I think they're both great. Are you offended? Very offended. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Why? I, th- I thought we could speak freely on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not offended. Okay. <laughs> so you're a cold drink sky then? Sky? Like Skynet? <laughs> cold drink sky. 
not necessarily. Like we said before, I think the hot toddy is like perfect for a warm drink. Mm-hmm. But I see so much potential with these as cold drinks. Yeah. I think if you took the first drink and made it super cold, maybe added like, maybe thickened it up just a tiny bit with, I don't know what you would use. Maybe, yeah. maybe heavy cream, honestly, yeah. like a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. I think it would have a lot of potential. So I wonder if they tried it cold and it didn't work. And they tried it hot and they said, oh, that, that was the key. Do you think that they were, they felt complete when they had this? Hot? I, I don't know. No, that's my question to you. Maybe the <laughs> TP36 or whatever it was called. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, so I can't correct you. <laughs> Maybe that affected the drink. Um, I could definitely see the coconut cream one being cool. Yeah. But I think it would have to be frozen. I don't think you could do this one just cold. I think you could with ice. Really? Yeah. But I, I think the cherry pie warm was nice. It reminded me of a cherry pie. And I think it could be cold, but I think you would definitely have to modify it, like you were saying. Yeah. I think if there was less alcohol in there, like if you had like a vanilla liqueur or something, or maybe even just half, maybe like vanilla vodka, but like half the amount. And then if you maybe just added just like a touch of vanilla extract, just like to diminish the booziness of it, I guess. So they were too boozy for you. That you're saying uh yeah yeah not necessarily in terms of like actual alcohol content but just like it, it was tasted just, it was very yeah it was very uh, it was a very volatile boozy flavor you like to hide the alcohol i like to hide the alcohol mm-hmm. yeah, where'd these, it go <laughs> these won't <laughs> these won't sneak up on you they're very present <laughs> from the first sip 98 99 100 okay ready or not here i come and then it's like i'm like looking for booze alcohol yeah (laughs) okay we're done playing and then i'm like looking for where (laughs) um but yeah i mean you know i I don't necessarily enjoy with with really any type of alcohol i don't necessarily enjoy that like boozy flavor right even Mm -hmm. with bourbons like with a harsh bourbon like a bourbon can taste really it's got that kick right it's got that bite yeah but it's not necessarily boozy but these aren't bitey alcohols. I mean, we're talking about amaretto, vanilla vodka, and coconut yeah, rum. which is weird. So those are all pretty tasty they are. alcohols. Yes, they are. But they're also boozy <laughs> when they're hot, right? That's weird. Do you have the same sentiment? I mean, yes, I could taste it better. But I think those flavors added to the drink. Yeah, they added. Like, I think I if... Mean, so we were like pie, an ethanol plant. The cherry pie know. had the amaretto and the vanilla vodka. I yeah. think if those were hidden, it would just taste like the cherry juice because that was the main ingredient. But then, no, no. So I'm, I'm not saying the I'm not saying the flavors from the amaretto or the vanilla. I'm just saying like the straight ethanol jump in your nose. You can't mm-hmm. even handle it, sort of type of thing. Yeah, I mean, so that, someone's running at me with like a rag of ethanol on the rag and they're trying to cover my mouth like a chloroform. That's how you felt? Yeah. Hmm. I feel attacked. So the cherry pie was 50% cherry juice, 50% alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Let's just try it cold sometime. Yeah. I'm up for that. On movie night. But these are, yeah, watching Terminator in your barn. Dude, I'm up for that. With all the birds. No, no, no. On the outside of the barn. Oh, on the outside of the barn. Yeah, not And he has a barn full of birds. They're barn swallows. Where else are they going to live? House swallows? Yeah, at a gas station. (laughs) Gas station swallows at that point. That doesn't have a good ring to it. <laughs> Gas swallows. Yeah. That's how they stay up that well. <laughs> Methane. They're real farty swallows. <laughs> well, this is getting into blue humor. Um, but I thought, they're, I thought they were good. <coughs> oh, my gosh. A little toasted coconut down the wrong pipe. The toasted coconut was fantastic. Yeah. We could just eat that just straight up. Yeah, we have been, kind of. Um, well, uh, you got any big plans this weekend? 
No, but next weekend I'm going uh, up into the Adirondacks to a cabin. With family or friends? It's my brother like, and my dad. Oh, like a man weekend? Yeah, kind of. That's pretty neat. I mean, like you're not like coining like fishing and hiking and... My brother wants to make parrot perches. What? <laughs> so... What do you mean? Before all the virus hit and everything I had for my birthday, I invited people over for cocktails or whatever. Uh-huh. My brother came over and was like, you know, he wanted something that I hadn't made or something. So I gave him my cocktail book of like 10,000 cocktails or whatever. You gave your brother that? Yeah. and For he, your birthday? No, no, no. So he just like spread the pages and then pointed. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just like okay. flipped the pages, pointed, and I had all the ingredients. So mm-hmm. it's a cocktail called the Parrot Perch, hmm. which is similar to like a pina colada. It's a frozen drink. It uses like a whole banana and a bunch of other things. So you're going to bring a blender up there? And so that became like his favorite drink. Every night he's like, Parrot Perch. <laughs> really? Yeah, he loves it. Weird. And so then we were talking about this cabin trip. He's like... Maybe I should bring the ingredients for pair perches. <laughs> your your brother does not cease to amaze me. He, he's an interesting fellow. I like he is. him. Yeah. Um. So he's working on a secret project for us. He is. We can't say if it's been done yet or not, or if we've done anything with it yet or not. It could be out currently. We might, we don't know. We don't know. So we'll just leave it at that. Once it comes out, then we'll start talking about it. And so there'll be about a one-week lag time, and you guys are just going to have to deal with that. It's pretty exciting, though. Yeah. But um, hopefully we, uh, we're we working with Brian in the future. Tito, as people know. Hopefully going to do some weird stuff for you guys. <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of summer plans. Although the summer is like kind of going away. Yeah, so. no, I think these projects could be in the fall, too. Yeah. They might be even enhanced in the fall. Mm-hmm. Sweaters. The, re- sweaters. The rustling of trees. <laughs> well, cool. Well, that was delicious. Yeah. And uh, I think it worked out well. I don't think it was too hot for the apartment. No, it honestly. Was a good, uh, I'm not, am I sweaty? No. I think it was a good uh, a veer off of the pie episode into pie drinks. I think I'd make these again. Both? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, so we haven't talked about it. I think I like the cherry one a little bit better. Hmm. The coconut drink was good, mm-hmm. but it was, there was like one flavor. It was coconut. Whereas the cherry with the amaretto and the graham cracker crumble and the whipped cream, it was all... You could pick it apart a little yeah, more? Yeah, you kind of pick it apart a little more, and it reminded me of drinking, like, liquid pie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the second drink, the coconut cream was, like, hearty, I would say. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. like, too much. Like, it wasn't, like, a heavy beer, but it was still, like, you know, hearty and pretty uniform in flavor. With, yeah. With different, uh, different waves and different types of coconut flavor, so... Yeah, it had coconut in three different forms. Mm-hmm. There was the coconut cream, coconut rum, and the toasted coconut. Yeah. Probably had a whole coconut in there. I think if you want dessert and a drink, just make it in one. Make a dessert drink. This is, dude, this isn't an advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'll, I'll let this ride out. Go for it. Can, can, right? you, can you do some, like, cheesy-ass, like... Yeah, it, pitch this. But can you do some, like, cheesy-ass, like, music behind it? Mm-hmm. Hey there! Are you having a dinner party? Are you having people over? Do you have a three-course meal plan? Do you not have enough time to make that dessert? Maybe you want to have a special drink. Why not combine it into one thing? After that main course, have them sit back in their chairs and serve them a dessert drink. Perfect, delicious, cool, perfect end to a perfect evening. Dessert drink. So what era do you think (laughs) that that was from? (laughs) We'll say it at the same time. What era? One, two, two, three. three. Mid 70s. Really? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was thinking mid 70s. So you're going to have to figure out the music. Yeah. It might be 90s and it might be mid 70s. Maybe it'll 
we'll little bit cut of in both. between and do the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Well, hope you guys are having man a fantastic day. It's been a pleasure having you join us. And, hope you guys uh, are having a fun summer. Yeah. It's a crazy year in many aspects, so I hope you're just finding ways to relax and have fun and enjoy this the summer sun. I think a lot of people are calling their travel agents this year and saying, yeah, we probably can't go there this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. A lot of Airbnb owners crying into their mirrors at night. Yeah, yeah there's definitely some losses there. And then drinking cherry pie cocktails yeah. to make it all better. And uh, but that cherry pie cocktail has got a little extra salt. Salt for their tears. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, well, I hope you guys get to do whatever you want to do in your modified plan. And if you didn't have to modify your summer plans, good on you. That's yeah. great. Just hope you're being safe. Yep. Be safe. Be conscious of those around you. Yeah. Just this is a time to not think of just yourself. Yeah. But don't put the me in America. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't at all. There's a lot of people doing that. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, but if, if from being in safe, as safe as you can, if you can find a way to have a good summer still, maybe it's making pie cocktails. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to a local beach or a local lake. Maybe it's prank calling Snackdown's voicemail. Yeah. Maybe it's buying a plastic pool online and filling it up in your backyard. Yeah, and wearing your treat yourself uh, shirt mm-hmm. while you're doing it. Maybe that's the summer of treating yourself. Yeah. In a very small way. <laughs> Anyway, well, well, yeah. I want to play us out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find this episode and others like it on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and a bunch of other places. And you can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. And you can call and leave us a message at 315-313-5456. Leave us a funny message. Tell us a story. Give us a suggestion for a future episode. Whatever you want. And thanks for listening. And we appreciate it. And we miss you. We've never met 90% of you, but we do miss you. And someday, when all this goes away, we'll have a live episode. We will just hang out. Maybe before then, we do a live Instagram episode. Oh, yeah. Like a live, like a stream live. Yeah. It'd be crazy. Would you want to do that? I think so. All right. Uh, Thank you. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you listening. Yeah. Every one of you. And uh, make yourselves a cool pie cocktail. And if you make a different one... Let us know and tell us how to make it, and I will make it. Anyway. Anyways, guys, thanks. Take care of yourselves and, and each we other. we will see you next week. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. So you caught and released them, huh? Yeah, sure did. (laughs) (laughs) I even named them. One's named Sally, Jimmy, Jerry, Sarah.